Welcome back to the Samantha Show. I'm your host, Samantha. You can call me Sam. Just don't call me Sammy. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what the weather's like, but where I'm at today, right now, that sun is shining and it is filling my soul with energy and joy and inspiration. It's amazing what the sun can do for us. Let's never take that for granted. When the sun is out, open up the blinds, step outside, enjoy it, soak it in. We had some crazy like 28 days of no sun here in Dayton, Ohio or some some wild number. Like that's that's crazy. I didn't realize how gray it was until the sun came out. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I feel so much better now that the sun is out." Yesterday, Joe and Gracie spent a lot of time outside. I, I'm studying for the NASM and had to do some CPR training and stuff. So I was kind of stuck inside all day, but Joe and Gracie were outside. She was riding her bike. He finally took down the Christmas decorations. Yeah, I know it's already February and he is just now taking down Rudolph, uh, the inflatable Rudolph outside the Christmas lights, but he did get it done and we were just waiting for a little sunshine, like a good day to be outside. So I can appreciate that. Well, today I want to talk a little bit about our energy and how we can protect it, especially when we're feeling really good. But before we dive into that conversation, the three things that you need to know, you know, when you unsubscribe from a texting notification or an email notification, why do you then get a response Two two responses typically? One that says, are you sure you want to unsubscribe? Yes, that's why I'm here. I said I want to unsubscribe. Why are you asking? Yeah, I do. I actually don't want to receive your notifications anymore. And the second thing is once you unsubscribe or you text like in all caps, stop so that you don't get additional messages, why then do you get another message that says, okay, we heard you. We're going to stop. Then why did you send me another one? My point being here, the first thing that you need to know if you are a robot, a texting service, or if you initiate it yourself on a business level, you don't have to send another text or email once we've said that we don't want to receive any more texts or emails. No, we said we don't want any more. I don't know why. I was just like, I was on this kick the other day. I was Yesterday, I was unsubscribing from all the things, emails, texts that I was getting, ads throughout the day. And I was like, every single one, I'd be like, stop. And it'd be like, you have been unsubscribed from this text. Well, obviously, that's what I wanted. Or like the email. I had to go. I was trying to unsubscribe from an email like ads place that I was getting all these emails from. And it it took me to another site where I had to like check all these boxes. Like, what don't you wish to receive? Everything. I don't want any of it actually anymore. You ruined it for me. So the first thing you need to know is that uh, we don't need another text or email after we've said that we don't want any more text or emails. Okay. Isn't that so frustrating? I just figured some of you would relate to me on that. The second thing you need to know, the leg press machine is the scariest machine at the gym. Okay. I was at the gym this morning. I was working on that lower body, working on the booty. And I was supposed to do, uh, I'm following this workout plan. I was supposed to do some leg press, use a leg press machine. And that machine scares me. I don't know why it's like the way it like is shaped. And obviously like if you're doing lower body legs, you can typically handle more weight. So you're like stacking on weight, but all I can see is like this machine just crushing and killing me. I know that feels dramatic, but that's what I picture. So I always do the 
leg press machine that is like not the free weight machine, but more of like the the beginner's machine, as I would call it, or it's it's more controlled. But then I feel like I don't get as good of a burn. I don't know though. That leg press machine is just the scariest at the gym to me. There are there are fail safes on it. Like there are emergency notches that'll catch it so it doesn't totally crush you, but it would like crush you a little bit. You know, it'd still hurt. So yeah, it scares me. The third thing you need to know, you got to be okay with failing or messing up when you start something new. You got to be okay with that. You got to just accept that that is a part of the process of trying something for the first time, stepping outside your comfort zone, trying something new, and just be okay and understand that the first time you do something, it's most likely not going to be the best time you do it. It may be messy. It may just totally come off all wrong. You may suck at it. Probably. It's the first time you've ever done it. Of course. You're not going to be good at it just yet. So when we go in and we try something new, it's really good for us to just be okay with that and just accept that and say, I'm okay with that. I understand that, but I still really want to do this. So I'm going to take that first step anyway. And if I do fail, I'm going to learn from it. If it does get messy, I'll clean it up and try again. If I do fall down, I'll get back up and just be okay with that. So know when you go into something new that you have, there's a learning process to any new thing that we start or take on. And being open and being okay with that can eliminate some of that fear of failure because it's okay if you mess up or you do fail the first time and you try again or you fail two, three, four times. That That's just a part of the learning process and the growth. And when we can become okay with that, we can become unstoppable because then we've removed fear and the fear of messing up and we're, we're less afraid to start and to try. And it's only once you try and you start that you can get better and you can grow. So don't be afraid of those mistakes when you start something new and um, don't let it hold you back from going after it. That's what I got for you today. Let's talk about the energy. Yo, I have been in a good flow. I have been feeling so good lately. Like I feel very happy with the path my life is on right now. My friend, my family, my work, my hobby, life, like everything's in good sync, good flow right now, which is just such a beautiful feeling. And I understand that that's not going to be forever. That's just like life, right? You got peaks and valleys and all the fun things. But I went this past weekend to get a dress for the Ohio America pageant. And I found a dress that I just love so much. And I had a great time at Henry's Cloud Nine shopping for this dress. I was there with my friend Kristen Houchen and she was helping me. And I found this dress and I was just, I was on Cloud Nine. Look at that, leaving Henry's Cloud Nine on Cloud Nine. Yeah. Wow. But I was like, I was feeling so good. I was in the best mood. I think I sent pictures of my dress to 25 of my contacts from my phone. Like, oh my God, look at my dress. I was like, just floating. It was so, it was, I was in the best mood ever. And I got home and Joe wasn't in the best mood ever. He wasn't in a bad mood, but he was like vibrating at a different frequency. 
if that makes any sense. Like here I am just on top of the world. And uh, he was just more low key. And maybe and probably because I had worked all morning and then I was gone all afternoon in Columbus shopping for this dress. And Gracie was a little bit under the weather. And so as soon as I walked in the house, I felt the energy shift and I felt the energy shift in me too. And I was in such a good mood, but I could feel that he was not on my level because we're different humans and had different types of days and stuff. And so I immediately started to bring my mood down. I was like, I need to meet him where he's at. And he's maybe average right now, maybe not bad mood, but definitely not like as in a great mood like I am. And so I started to let myself feel worse than I was feeling. It was the most bizarre thing. I, I was like feeling so good. And I felt like I had to bring myself down to match his mood and it caused conflict. And then I was starting to get upset and I was like, are you mad at me? And, you know, we start that. He's like, I'm not mad at you. And I was like, well, what's, what's going on? Like, and you know, at the end of the day, it was, we were just in different places in that moment. He had just had a different type of day than I did. And I really let it take away the moment for me. And I was having such a good day and I let it ruin that for me a little bit. And I was like, well, you know, if my spouse isn't happy. Then I, I you know, I, I probably shouldn't be happy either or just it, or not, not, not that he wasn't happy, but like, if he's not having a great day, like I, I probably shouldn't either. I need to meet him where he's at. Like that's the right mood place to be. And it just, it just got me thinking about, we, we do this. We tend to whether or not we're in a great mood when we encounter somebody who maybe is, I like to, I like this idea of vibrating at a lower frequency or just maybe not quite as joyful as we're feeling in the moment. We allow ourselves to sink down to that level instead of trying for a moment to bring that person up to our frequency or removing ourselves from that situation so that it doesn't rob us of our joy and our good feeling. Because really life and everything is about feeling good, feeling content, feeling happy, just making the most of every single day, right? And so if you're in one of those really, really great moments and moods, it's important to not let other people take that from you or for you to feel like you need to bring yourself down for them. Now, I want to be really careful, and I'm not saying that you can't be there for someone who is hurting, or if somebody's upset and there's conflict and they need to talk to you about that, absolutely, absolutely, right? You're going to have moments in your life where you got to be there for somebody who really needs you, and that may mean maybe quieting some of where you're at energetically or how you're feeling so that you can kind of meet them where they're at and you can be there for them. However, on like a day-to-day basis, when it just comes to the normal ebb and flow of emotions and moods, you got to protect your energy and not feel like you have to bring yourself down because someone else isn't having the best day. You don't have to do that. And so, you know, I, I'm giving a very realistic example here with my spouse and Joe and I are great. And we had a, we had a great morning today and stuff like that. You know, we were just, we were on, we were different levels, different places. He had a great day yesterday outside in the sun and that really helped him, you know? And so, you know, all is good. It was just like a moment in time, but 
it just really brought this to my attention that I think that we do this. We do this when we're feeling good, but we encounter somebody who's not feeling as good. We, instead of protecting ourselves or bringing, trying to bring them up, we let ourselves kind of get sucked down to the lower frequency to match them. It happens at work a lot too. You know, when you, you wake up, you've had a great morning, you roll into the office and your boss is in a bad mood. Like they, they had a bad weekend and you're like, okay, I, it's going to be a bad day. I'm not going to be happy anymore because my boss is not happy. I need to tiptoe around. I probably shouldn't be as energetic in my vocals and and should try to match them in that to be respectful that they're not having a great day. And if I'm having a good day, it's going to make their day worse and it's going to make them feel worse. So I'm just going to bring myself down. No, let's not do that anymore. Let's, let's not do that anymore. There are two things that you can do in this situation. You can take for a short moment of time to Listen to someone who maybe is not in the best mood and try to kind of increase their energy by bringing up maybe a fun topic or maybe you get them some coffee or you, you, you try to give them a little bit of your energy. However, if they are not receiving and you do see that it's making it worse or it's starting to suck it out of you, 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 you got to remove yourself. You go somewhere else so that you can protect your energy and you can still have a great day and don't feel like someone else's aura of energy has to bring yours down if it's if it's lower than where you're you're sitting and enjoying. It happens at work all the time. You know where else it happens? It happens on social media. You're having a great day. You're feeling good. She's feeling good out there on social media or she's just having a good day. She opens up Instagram. She opens up TikTok. She opens up Facebook and she sees just awful, sad things that start to trigger negative emotion and start to bring down the energy or start to make you feel bad about yourself or whatever that may be. You got to cut it out. Social media is the easiest place to eliminate bad energy because there's a block, there's an unfollow, there is a mute, there is a report this post. Like you never have to deal with anything on social media that brings your mood or energy down. You don't have to sit there and succumb to that. You can get rid of it. Never let social media bring your energy down. I struggle the same time too with news on TV. And it's, you know, we got to stay up to date. We got to stay current with what's happening in the world. That's important. It's important to be aware of the world. It's important to stay up to date with the good, the bad, and the ugly so that we're not living in a bubble that makes us totally naive, although I would love to live there. But you can choose how much of that information you engage with and you expose yourself to. So if you have the facts of what's happening here or there, um, good. But then if you find that it is sucking the life out of you and you are feeling miserable or it is ruining your day every single morning when you turn on the news, stop turning it on. The world needs light, happiness and love. And if you can't give that because the world feels way too heavy, then maybe it's time to start setting boundaries with how much you expose yourself to these things that can really determine your mental well-being and that positive happy state where we all want to live. 
It's not meant for us to be naive and live in a bubble. It's just meant for us to protect our energy so that we can enjoy life and so that we feel inspired to help others, good enough, energized enough to help others, to reach out. So protecting ourselves with the news, social media, friends sometimes. Have you ever had that friend that something's always wrong? Always. Something's always not right. Something's always bad. Something's always sad. There's nothing good ever, never, never. Be careful surrounding yourself with people who live in that constant state of negativity. It gets hard when we care about people and we we care about our friends and we love them. And so we want to be there for them. But if you find every time you start engaging in a conversation with someone And by the time the conversation is done, you feel wiped out. You feel your energy sucked out. Your mood has been ruined. That's a major red flag that you either need more boundaries or you have to make some changes in that friendship. Permission to feel happy. Permission to feel joy. Permission to celebrate your wins. Permission to enjoy the sunshine and a whistle and sing and feel good. Don't feel like you have to sacrifice your joy to protect someone else. And that's hard because we don't ever want anyone to feel bad or to feel like we're rubbing anything in. And And be aware of other people's energy. That's why sometimes it's just about separating yourself from someone maybe who's just sitting in a bad state at the moment. And they may need that time and space. But don't feel like you have to shelter or hide your joy and how good you're feeling. You can protect that feeling by being really intentional about the boundaries that you set both with how you engage with news, with social media, what you see in the world, and also how you engage with other people. And that can be people the closest to you. It could be your spouse. Hey, Joe. He just needed a little space. That's all. And it's okay because, you know, we do ebb and flow and there are going to be moments when our frequency is sitting a little bit lower and we may encounter someone who's like super joyful. And we've all been on the opposite side of that, right? Where we're like, can you just take your, can you take your energy and your happiness away from me? Because I'm not having it today. And that's okay too. Like that's okay too. But then let's not expect people to bring their mood down just because we're in a bad mood. You know what I mean? My dad always said, if someone is whistling or someone is singing, it means they're happy. And I, I love that so much. And I think about that all the time. And anytime I hear my husband whistling or I hear Gracie singing in her room, or I just see somebody in their car dancing, you know, I'm like, that's, that's the energy that we love. And so let's be aware of Maybe if we are not in the best mood, we look for people who are vibrating at that higher frequency and we allow ourselves to be influenced by that and brought up and just take a a pause or a moment to see the joy and celebrate the good energy and the good things happening in the world, the beauty, the love. So 
I hope you have a great day. Shine, smile, and make it wonderful. Protect your energy, set boundaries. Have a great day. You deserve it. Mm-hmm.